Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIPP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, 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 what's going on, KIP Nation? What is happening? How are you today? I pray that you are blessed all over the world, that God's favor is upon you, and that you are walking out your soul salvation in fear and trembling in Jesus' name on this day. Hey, Listen, I am so, so very excited uh, for all of the listeners around the world who are listening to this podcast, and I pray that you're being blessed by the podcast. Um, You are, and you make up uh, the Kingdom Influencing Nation, KIPP Nation, and uh, I thank God for you uh, every single day. To all of the um, people who are listening, I believe this message is... uh, Uh, particularly important so just sit back for a few minutes let god retune your ears um let's put aside anything that we don't need to be doing and let's listen carefully what god is saying to the body of christ at this particular time listen we talked last week about uh getting back in the fight and why should we get back in the fight we all need to get back in the fight. We need to get back in the fight for the same reason that Gideon needed to get back in the fight or really to get in the fight at a different level. But we'll we'll make that distinction in a minute. But we get in the fight because like uh, Gideon, the, the nation that we live in is in trouble. Nations all over the world are in trouble. And the world is in trouble. And the world needs people who stand up and do the will of the Father in spite of all of the opposition. And that pretty much brings us back to Gideon. Um, because as long as I can remember, everybody I knew, including myself, talked about Gideon uh, threshing weed in a wine press. And, you know, this was a negative thing because the wine press, of course, is designed to make wine. But actually, that's the way the world might see it. But the way God sees it is this man has is ingenious. He's using ingenuity. He's finding a way to get it done. He's not letting any obstacles or the uh, nation 
of the Midianites or the Amalekites or any other kite uh, hold him down. He is a fighter. He's insolent. He is not going to give up. He's one who uh, carries out a responsibility as a responsibility to feed his family and maybe to feed his neighborhood. And maybe he was feeding the nations. I have no idea the size of this press or how many people were able to gain access to this uh, wine press because he was threshing wheat. We don't know. Was he part of a supply chain? Was he a part of a group of other men and women who were uh, doing this uh, very task in different wine press around the country? Was he part of a greater movement? We have no idea. And the Bible doesn't give us conclusive evidence one way or the other. But the point of the matter is he is defying odds and he is a fighter. And some of you defy odds. Some of you are fighters. Some of you are insolent in the face of uh, a, a community that is anti-Christ, anti-God. You will not back down. You were born to contend for the faith. You were born to fight with power. You were born to do the incredulous. You were born to be used in a mighty way. And so this word is for you. This word is for those of you who heard the first message and said, hey, I'm going to get back in the fight. And and I want you to know this. And I was going to do a reel on this the other day, um, but I could just say it on this podcast. There is no way that you can make up your mind to get in the fight. There's no way you can make up your mind to to give your body as a living sacrifice, holding acceptable unto God. And there'd be open doors because of this decision. And there'd be not many adversaries. There will be adversaries. There will be contentions. There will be strife. There will be the enemy waiting to fight you. And you have to know this in your mind. You have to know this in your heart. You have to know this in the depths of your soul. So that in in preparation for what God is getting ready to do in your life, you will not falter because you have heard the voice of God, yielded to the voice of God, and now you believe God against all odds. And this is our man Gideon, believing man against all God odds. So believing God against all odds. So here I am wanting to talk today from the topic, God chose you. God chose you, you, you. You, God chose you. Dad, point your finger back at yourself. God chose you. Uh, you remember how Gideon was called a mighty man of valor? The angel came down and said, you mighty man of valor. Gideon was not receiving a new title or receiving a new exhortation, but Gideon was actually being told who he was. He was like a sleeper cell. And he needed someone to tell him who he was. And so the angel appeared unto him and said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. I'm not calling you what you're going to be. I'm calling you what you are. Are you catching this? When God chooses you, it's not because of what you're going to be. It's because of what you already are, whether you realize it or not. So listen to the term mighty man. That means someone who will exceed, someone who will prevail, someone with strength. 
a warrior, someone who defies the odds, insolent, a champion, mighty man, mighty man of valor, valor, force. It's a means or other resources. So uh, a person who is a man of valor may have an army, may have wealth, may have virtue, high moral standards or moral excellence. He's He has valor. He has strength. Valor today means strength, courage, or passion. Every person that God calls has some gift, some unique set of intertwined spiritual DNA that works perfectly for his will to be carried out in your life. So watch this. Every person is birthed in the earth according to God's will. But every person is not chosen by God to do his will. Hmm. So if God chooses you, it's a blessing. If God chooses you, it's not a curse. If God chooses you, everything you need is already inside of you. Every experience, every attribute, every point of, 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 of necessity has already been uh, uh, given to you, assigned to you because of who you are. It's your destiny. So when we say divine choice, or you may say divine inspiration or divine initiative, divine choice, God's choice of you, when he makes divine choice of you, when God chooses someone, divine inspiration, when God inspires you to do something, divine initiative, when God tells you to do something, it's not your initiative. It wasn't Gideon's initiative to go and deliver Israel. It was God's initiative. God found Gideon. God sent the angel and God gave him the assignment, divine initiative. So when God chooses you, there are certain things that God has put in you that fulfill the divine mandate or assignment to a graceful perfection. Now, I'm not saying that man is complete within himself because, of course, God's grace, the ability to do what we couldn't do if his power and his presence was not in us. But I, I'm I'm saying that God graces you to do what you do. It's it, it's it's his, it's not our power. It's not our might. But it's by the spirit, saith the Lord. He graces us to accomplish his will. He graces us to fulfill the divine mandate. He graces us with his presence. He graces us with the things that are in us that causes us to be able to help fulfill the assignment. So uh, listen to this dialogue between Gideon and God. And obviously Gideon misunderstands God in Judges uh, 6 and 12 or the angel that the Lord sent and God in, in Judges 6 and 12. The angel said to the Lord, the angel, the angel said, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Are, are you catching this? Let me say it again. The angel appeared and said, the Lord is with you. The angel did not say the Lord is with us. Gideon, watch this, because he misunderstood God, asked God a series of questions. He said, said to him, oh, my Lord. If the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles, which our father told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us 
to the hand of the Midianites? He, all of these questions that he asked the angel to essentially ask God, but God did not come to talk to Israel as a nation. Not this time. God spoke to Gideon and he promised Israel that he would give them someone to deliver them. Because you have not obeyed my voice, he said to Israel, but I'm going to send you someone. And God sent Gideon. And today, all over the world, God is sending people who will listen and fulfill his voice. Let me let me say something. Gideon found himself in a precarious situation because he was sitting in a nation where there was the absence of God's presence. Gideon was looking for God to perform miracles for an idolatrous nation, nation who intent, intentionally walked away from God. If your attention and your interest is focused on the world and its systems, why do we need a miracle from God? If the world is the object of your affection, then let the world give you its miracles. We want God to give us miracles, but we don't want to place our focus and attention on God. We want to have the world as the center of our heart. And if the world is at the center of our heart, then you don't need God. But we all do. And with that equation, with that equation in mind, that if the world is the object of your affection, then let the world give you miracles. We got to understand this. Miracles come from God and not the world. Miracles come from God and not the world. God did not walk away from the nation of Israel. Israel walked away from him in disobedience. We always, like sheep, all of us are like sheep, go astray. And that's why I said if we need to repent today, we repent. We ask God to forgive us. We turn from our wicked ways and we get back in the fight. But watch this. Whatever God is going to do for you is for you. Whatever God does for you is for you. And so when God calls you, when God makes choice of you, Whatever happens in your life is for you. So learn to accept the grace that is on your life and rest in him. Don't stress. Don't worry or sweat this situation or, or just feel claustrophobic or closed in by the enemy. Don't worry about the voice of Jezebel. Just believe God. I don't care about inflation. I don't care about political unrest. I don't care about the Supreme Court and their new, all their decisions they're making. And yes, they affect us in, in many ways, not just Roe versus Wade, but there was a plethora of decisions that were made. Not going to get into that today that affect us adversely in many ways. But the point of the matter is when God has called us, that's the Supreme Court's decree. But God has given you a decree and that decree is greater than that of the Supreme Court. So then we must adhere to it and obey the voice of God because God is in control. So whatever you need during this season, regardless of what's going on around us, when you need it, you'll have it. When you work for God, you have access to his resources and open heaven has been released on your behalf. I call your attention to just a few minutes to 
James Bond. How many remember James Bond? How many remember Artemis Gordon, uh, uh, James West? Do you remember whenever he got an assignment, they always took him to a special laboratory, laboratory, and they would give him special weapons for the assignment just made for this particular assignment. I'm saying to you that whatever God has called you for, he's given you all of the resources for your assignment, even if you can't see them. If God is the object of your affection, then you are also the object of his affection. And the law, this is the law of reaping and sowing. This is the law of if I sow to the spirit, I'll reap of the spirit. If I sow to my flesh, I'll reap of the flesh. You reap what you sow. And so when I put my mind and my heart and my soul on God and I'm giving it my all, God is giving it his all. So watch this. The last thing I want to say to you today is to stay focused on the mission that God has given you. There'll be, be, there will be many, 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 many distractions, but stay focused. I want you to pray and pay attention to how God refuses to answer all of Gideon's frivolous questions. All of these things are a distraction in Gideon's spirit. Yes, distractions. Some of us have distractions in our spirit. We can't hear God for asking all these frivolous questions. And notice that God didn't stop to explain any of the questions that Gideon asked him. He only continued to explain the plan that he had given Gideon. So watch this. Uh, uh, instead of dealing with Gideon, he says, Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? There was no response to all of the questions about what happened to the miracles, what happened to us why are we in this situation you why did you bring us out of egypt to forsake us and deliver us into the hand of, and none of that no we don't need to talk about the past getting you need to know about your present and i'm telling you to go in this might of yours and you shall save israel from the hand of the midianites essentially what god is saying because i am with you gideon you have might now go in this might Go in this power and save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you, whoever you are listening on the airways, God sent you. Go do what he's telling you to do. When God sends us to perform an assignment, we have power, two types of power, dudamus power and exousia power. Dudamus power is power force. Exousia power is power of authority. So we have both might, force, and authority has been bestowed on Gideon and it has been bestowed on you. Let me close with this just real cool definition of the word might from might from the word from the Greek koak. Koak. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's simply the word might simply means to be firm, vigor, to have force. Uh, it, it also means to have the capacity, uh, figuratively, the capacity to to have means and to produce. So you see that it, it's bigger than just power, physical power. It's capacity, expanded capacity, means to produce, ability. It's it's able. 
You're a chameleon. You're a force. You have fruits, uh, might, powerful, strength, substance, wealth. God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. The Lord truly is our shepherd and we shall not want. Go forth. You have everything you need. Rest in the Lord and he shall provide his vision, his provision. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. Again, continue to share this podcast with your friends around the world, associates and colleagues. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and other digital platforms. Um, This podcast is available on digital platforms around the world. So make sure you tune in next week. But I hope that you were blessed this week. And remember, Kip Nation, go and influence the world. God bless it.